days of 2005, put them out once a week. <laughs> you know? Remember we used to put them out every Sunday night, or every Monday morning? It was just Monday morning. Well, so we would record Sunday night usually. Oh. Yeah. And we'd get all these comments. Yeah. James Whittingham. Boom, 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 boom. I wonder if I have that somewhere. Anyway, it's episode 42. We're back. Uh, we were camping last week. We're going to go again soon, and right now we're sitting in our backyard uh, with a fire going, as you might be able to hear that. Which, uh, we have to take advantage of the last nice days. Well, there is that. Because I mean, soon. Yeah. Soon indeed. Soon it will be the winter again. The winter of our discontent. But then after that will be the summer, and after that will be... <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to teach for a, for a year. Uh, yeah. So that'll be good. I'll have that going for me. Uh, so I, I, got I might you. be going crazy. When? When that happens. Is that news? <laughs> in other news, uh, in other news, sunrises. <laughs> Earth has er, oxygen, really nitrogen, you. atmosphere. Mm. What the hell am I gonna do today? It's been so long. See what Mr. Laptop has. It's a text file here somewhere. Show thoughts. Txt. I like to say .txt. <laughs> There he is. I do have one episode of James Blood still. Before he was famous, movie famous. That's right, before he was in Wolf Cop. <laughs> that, that was a killer intro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, those of you that haven't been listening to the Canadian podcast since 2005 have no idea what that little interlude was about. That so. was really geeky. <laughs> but I, I had to play it. That's yeah. for people like Bob and Mark and Anthony, people that are, you know, and for James, assuming he's listening, he's too big a star to listen to podcasting. Just too damn big a star. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's, it's close to the end, eh? Mm-hmm. We actually yeah. had a so I get up every day and I work on my on my slides. Oh, for your course coming up, yeah. yeah. So I have some material ready to get me going for a while. The end of August is when I finally learned to actually sleep past seven thirty in the morning. 
know. And then I have to wait. Start like in two weeks. I have to start getting up. I got up seven at ten thirty today. Yeah, it's, it's also Saturday. Is weird. Like that. I know. I went. In. I, I always feel like huh, huh, did I miss something? Well, I went. Up, Must have missed something. I got up, I got up at like nine. Well, eight thirty. And then John went up to Saturday Friends at uh, ten o'clock to his play group, and I was like, "No, oh, Isabel's not up. Nothing to do." Oh, it seems nice out. It's only about 18 degrees. It's not too hot and sunny yet. I think I'm going to go for a walk. So I went and walked all the way over to River Road. When I came back before, I think you even woke up. Um, but yeah, this is the time of year when I, I actually have finally learned, my body has finally learned you don't have to get up at 7 or 6.30 or 6. So I finally am starting to wake up at 8.30, 9 o'clock even sometimes. And then, of course... In two weeks, I have to start getting up at six thirty again. So, uh, and even when, frankly, when uh, when I will be on sabbatical in fifteen, sixteen, I'll still have to get up early because John still has to go to school, and I'll have to help him out. And, excuse me, um, all that stuff. But yeah. So anyway, we came back. You would have heard the episode from Sleeping Giant Provincial Park. Mm-hmm. Isabel, tell us about the drive to Sleeping Giant. Oh no, God, it was painful. Is it a is it a short? I'm still a recovering short jaunt from of a drive? that. <laughs> like. It's about what 650 kilometers from here. Oh, I don't know. It feels like it's 900 kilometers. <laughs> it's 900. No, it's not 900 kilometers, but. Took nine hours. But nine hours, yeah. And it's around Lake Superior, and it's all two-lane highway. Like, it's not four-lane divided highway, so. It was so long. It's like a whole day in the car. Pretty much. Pretty oh, much a whole... And it's up and down, up and down, and turn here and turn there. Yeah. It's very busy. Yeah, there's a lot to do. I mean, I don't think you get bored driving. Well, <laughs> it's it not... gets sleepy, though. And of course, the thing is, I can't Eat do it. That. There's and nothing I'm I can do. I'm driving and I get sleepy. Well, I don't like it's it either because that's when I die. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, you know, have to stop. Yeah. And like you sleep. I, 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 drive, I try so hard not to, you too. You take, you sleep. John watches videos. And then at the most inopportune time says, I have to go to the washroom. <laughs> well, that's Well, we're winding through. <laughs> road that was cut through mountains by interned Japanese Canadians during World War II. <laughs> but uh, it's crazy. Mm. I mean, you can see how they'll, they're they not going to double, you know, make that into a divided highway anytime soon. Because it's crazy. I mean, yeah. up around, the, uh, going around Superior's. Next time we'll try White Bay. Mm. I think that's the middle. Point. I was also looking at Rabbit Blanket. Rabbit blanket is like that would be like five hours for them and about two hours two, for us. About two for us. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. it's very. It looks small. It's got electrical sites, but it looks really nice and small. It does have electric. It does, and it's small. It's only got about eighty sites. It oh. looks really cool. Oh. Yeah. Now no playgrounds and stuff like that, right? So. Well, we don't need that. Although Leah does. The little kids might. Yeah. But it's got water. And it's not Lake Superior. It's a different lake. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
it's on the right-hand side, like on the right-hand side. It's on the east side of the of, of, of 17, so it's not on the Lake Superior side. It's the same side as um, Crescent Lake. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's its own little lake. Mm. So it looks neat. So it might be something to try next year even without those guys. Because, yeah, this year we drove... Uh, we drove nine hours, they drove 45 minutes. So next year, <laughs> we're going to switch that up. <laughs> Get a little closer to us. Yeah, but they came to see us twice. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I, I, I'm, I, I'm we so happy to we did it. That. I'm not complaining. And they are listeners, so we We could. had to go, too. We had to see what was up there. Yeah. I'm glad I saw it. Oh, yeah. So it's a bit different. There's about 15 different kinds of terrain. That's the weird thing. Hmm. You go through Lake Superior Provincial Park where you can't, you know, it's been there since 1944, there's no logging or anything there, so huge tall trees. You get outside of it, and then there's like, there was a big forest fire about 20 years ago mm-hmm. between Wawa and White River. And it's like, there's nothing there because the trees are only 15 feet tall because 20 years ago there were no fucking trees because they all burned down. Then you get up to that, some of that part of the really intense sort of Canadian Shield stuff, and you're going up down. That's where I, at the time when I, I, I fell asleep on the way there, I woke up, we were going up on an angle, coming down, and I, 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 I thought I was going to be sick. Yeah. Like, I was like, I had motion sickness. And I don't normally, I usually get a little, I usually get a little, um, <laughs> nauseous. You when, were very nauseous. I get nauseous when we travel, always, because I don't like, even when I travel myself, I don't like traveling. But it goes away usually after half an hour. Not on this highway. You. And then we had, you know, it was... It uh, was the raccoon that just didn't leave us alone. Skunk. Oh, yeah. Skunk. Two Sorry. skunks. And you got lost. <laughs> that is a great story, and I'll have to tell you. So you all heard, if those of you who listen to this show, I've heard, heard Jeremy and Cheryl and Isabel and I talking the other night. So I guess it was it that same night, right? Because we recorded on the... On no, it wasn't that same was night. Was it before? Okay. So the, it, was the, it was the last night. The next night, yeah, okay. So we, didn't rec- we recorded on the first night we were there. So the second night, we're going to drive the next day. And Isabel's gone to bed, Cheryl's gone to bed. Their campsite was like... What, about 15 meters from Mars? Like, you could yeah. throw a football to their trailer. Back in 82, I could throw a football a quarter mile. <laughs> um, so, no problem. They've gone to bed, and Jeremy and I are sitting there and trying to get rid of the skunk. It keeps haunting us. We eventually <laughs> scared the skunk over to the campsite across the way where it sprayed a dog. Uh, the guy the guy whose campsite it was wasn't very impressed with the... Yeah, I don't think he knew it was us. <laughs> I hope he took the the dog, the dog and put it in his uh, truck and just drove like, probably back to Thunder Bay. So he was pissed off because by the time, so he's gone. Jeremy and I are kind of laughing, kind of like feeling bad, but like at least the thing's sprayed because once they spray, they can't. They got to recharge those scent glands. It takes five to seven days. So it's like at least the skunk now can't bother us. Then these foxes came by, but foxes are cool. They're like weird-looking dogs. <laughs> We weren't frightened of foxes, because they... If you had to, I could kill a fox. Like, I could... <laughs> we'd both been drinking Negronis, but we could probably take a fox. A skunk, I could kill it, but it would take me. Spread. So, anyway. About 11.30, you guys have gone to... You guys have been... Women have been to bed for half an hour. So the kids have been to bed for about an hour and a half. And I said to Jeremy, I said, Jesus, I've got a really long day ahead of me tomorrow. So, um... I think I'm just going to go... 
to the good bathroom, which is the one with the flush toilets, not the egghouse, and, uh, or as they call it in campgrounds, the comfort station. And then I just got to uh, go, go to bed. So, Jerry said, yeah, I should do that too, I'll, but I'll, I'll come with you. So we start walking, and Jeremy at this point is holding a bag of chips, and a big bag of chips, a bag, like, was it a kilo of chips he had? It was some <laughs> it was really, a big yellow bag. Like a kilo. I think it was a kilo, <laughs> or a pound, it might have been half a kilo, but it's a lot of chips. He's also got a bag of marshmallows and his coffee cup, because our campsite was the sort of home base, because we had a nicer site. It was covered a little bit more, we could put a tarp up if it rained, and so we sort of hung out more at our place. So his coffee cup was there. <laughs> so he's walking back. We've we've each had a few beers and about three Negronis. So we're we were buzzing. We're not wasted or anything. So we start walking and we start talking. And Jeremy and I are, you know, as you I hope people could guess by listening, we're all old friends. I mean, we met Cheryl recently because she was Jeremy, but we Isabel and I've known Jeremy for almost twenty years. So we start talking about the old days and we start talking about all kinds of great. Just catching up, you know, because we had lost touch with each other for a long time. And we're walking, and at some point I realized that we aren't even anywhere close to the bathroom. And I was, late, late before I got lost in the way to the bathroom. Now, I knew where I was going, and it was weird because the next day John's like, I'm off to the bathroom. And it's like, what the hell? Where'd he go? And then he came back. <laughs> no problem. So, anyway, I said, yeah, I, I, uh, I said, Jared, where's the bathroom? He said, uh, uh, you knew. <laughs> so. Oh, you never even made it to the bathroom. No. So, um, we start talking and walking. We get to this place and it's the, it turns out on the way out, it's all these trailers lined up. It's the, it's, it's where they have the rental trailers for the provincial park. It's the dump, the, the, the dumping station where you dump your poop out from your trailer. Right? Yeah. We're walking along. I haven't seen this before. I said, Jer, there's like 15 abandoned trailers lined up here. He said, oh, man. <laughs> so I said, okay, this isn't it. So we start walking back. What do you mean abandoned? Well, they're not People abandoned. People abandon their trailers? No, no. They're just the ones that they have that they they rent out. Okay? But they look like it's, you got to understand this, it's pitch dark. It's misty, kind of not raining, but foggy. Yeah, it was. It had water in the air. You literally couldn't see, and I'm not making this up. You couldn't see two meters in front of your face, and that's not just me. That was Jeremy too. <laughs> so it's a little creepy. We start walking. It's like, well, I think it's back. Jeremy says, "Ah, oh, it's back this way." I said, "Okay, great." So we're walking along. Finally, it's like we have no idea, and now we're we're not on the campsite campground roads where there are campsites. We're now on just empty roads in the woods. <laughs> and there's no sound. Nothing. Except the sound, of course, of animals that are trying, probably plotting to eat us. That's mostly what it was. And then Jeremy's like, you know, we're probably going to get attacked by a bear at this point, because it's the only thing that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so, I'm like, I can outrun you, so all I have to do is outrun you. I don't have to outrun the bear. Because uh, it'll take you, and I'll, I'll, I'll keep going. So we're walking along. And we keep thinking, every time we'll find an intersection of these little roads in the provincial park, there'll be a sign. But everyone we went to, no sign. So we started walking randomly. 
What about this way? What about this way? We'd see the odd trailer, and then we'd go up, or, or, or tent, and we'd go up, and then my phone ran out of battery, so you couldn't use my phone as a flashlight, but Jeremy still had, had light, had battery. So he goes up to, uh, we were actually saying we should be recording this, it be a great podcast, but not very much battery. You go up to the, um, our sets were 14 and 15, you go up to things that says like, you know, 390, it's like, where the fuck are we? I can sort of hope that the sort of park rangers will be driving around their dune buggies. Not at 1.30 in the morning. So again, remember, it's 11.30 in the morning, uh, at night when we leave to go pee. At, at about <laughs> quarter to one, I said, hey, Jarrah, I found the bathroom. He goes, really? I said, it's right here. And I put my floor down and I just took a piss. And uh, he said, oh, yeah, right here. Eventually, we get to the water. And this is around 2.50 in the morning. Okay. And I said, there's the lake. Now we know where the playset was, where we were this afternoon with the, the kids. We should be able to find our way back. We kind of half found our way back. We doubled back and screwed up, but at least we knew where we were. The funniest thing was at one point, he goes, oh, there it is. And I said, no, that's not the right one. That says Comfort Station 2. <laughs> not Comfort Station 1. That's the one where we are. He said, well, where's Comfort Station 2? I said, not in the same place as Comfort Station 1. So we're kind of laughing, and we kept saying things like, well, it'll be light soon. I mean, we'll be able to find our way back. And I was like, well, we're probably closer to your house now than our campsite. Why don't we just stop over at your place? We can sleep there. We'll, we'll call the girls, and everything will be fine. The worst thing is we're just at a cell phone range in that place, because I said, you know, we were both saying, God, if we could just make a phone call. Because we, Isabel, we're kind of fucking lost. Can you get in the car and drive around till you find us? <laughs> Which I'm sure would have gone over. That like would have been gangbusters. great. Yeah. <laughs> but at one point I said to Jeremy, I said, you know, I, I don't want to sound like a uh, whimper. I said, but uh, I'm kind of scared. <laughs> he said, yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> and I got back at, and most people know that I don't sleep very well. I take melatonin most nights to sleep, but it was a quarter to three. <laughs> I just went... Got into bed and, went, <laughs> and I was out. Woke up. Yeah, I, guess. I heard you. I heard you come in. I was trying to be quiet too, and I was. And of course, actually, it's funny. funny. About one one thirty in the morning, Jeremy said, "I don't know about you, but uh, I'm not that drunk anymore because I haven't had a drink in two hours." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, that's about right." So it was, it was a interesting event. I mean, like Lake Superior, I can't get lost at Eagle Bay. I know that park. We've camped there ten times. Even Grundy Lake. Well, the way it's set up, it's it's long wise anyway. Well, also the thing like is, you can't. Oh, pardon me. At least I'm not just <laughs> expelling gas on the podcast. It's the gas cast. There's our title, the gas cast. You can't really like over there. It's like a patchwork of of sites. It's not very well. The num- the sites seem to have been not logical. The sites seem to have been numbered randomly. It's like 11 That's, to 17. Yeah. And then 88 to 94. Right beside I us. Know. The sites had been, they were they were numbered randomly. It was very strange. Um, now the next morning, you know, we, I was just, and so when I got in the car, I, I, I didn't feel well. And it wasn't because I was hung over. I was totally not drunk when I went to bed. I got no sleep. Well, I got about four hours of sleep. 
got up around 7.30. We were out, what, around 9? No. 9.30, something like that. Um, and it was raining the whole way, and there were times when there was no visibility. Yes. Uh, I have a lot of respect for your driving ability. I'll say that much for you. Yeah. I was very impressed. So we got home, and you know, we're going out again <laughs> before the year starts. I was, so I was saying to Beth... It's like a It's like... Oh, yeah. It's like second It home. takes an hour and 25 minutes to get there. We know exactly where we're going. We know what site we're going to be at. Mm. You know, so it'll be... That'll be nice. And hopefully it'll, the weather will hold up, which it probably will. And, well, no uh, adventures into the water. Maybe we can go up to the pictograph, see stuff like that this year. This time. Yeah, we... We should do that. No, we get, we're going to there for like four done. days, so we may as well actually do something other than just and sit there, there and drink hikes, beer. Too. I got no problem with sitting around drinking beer, but let's do something else, you know. So I think they keep the trails pretty uh, oh, yeah, well, they, they, uh, they, they take care of them, yeah. Looked after, so. Yeah. It'd be so. nice to, to try to fish. I don't know what's out there this time of year. Like, I. I used to follow that. When we lived here before, I was way into it. Remember that? I go by fishing lures and all that crap. I didn't even know what our rods are. But yeah, we'll, we'll definitely go see the pictographs at least. I'd like to see that. You know, just because you see stuff and you go, yeah, so guys drew this 10,000 years ago. How old is it? You're the historian. Mm-hmm. How old are those pictographs? Are <coughs> do, we, do you know? Well, I, um, do I can look at well, them I, I remember reading that North America, the glaciers receded in California first. Okay, that makes sense. And <clears throat> that's where people were first on the on the west coast. Yep. And as the glaciers melted, mm-hmm. people came this way, and. I read once that the oldest uh, settlement found in North America was in in Labrador. It was eight thousand years ago. Really? That that seems way too way too recent. That seems way too recent. Because I mean, I got something here. Um, Because people came from the Bering Strait. What? That's about five thousand years ago. At, at, at the latest, yeah, and maybe even more recent than that. Okay, Agua pictograph sites. Blah 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 pictographs. Blah 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 site discovered 1958. Blah blah blah. The cliff. Blah 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 blah. How old is it? It doesn't say. The paintings. Ah, here we go. The majority of paintings from the Angola site probably date from the 17th and 18th centuries. Well, that's neat. Who cares? <laughs> it's cool, but it's not that old. Okay, I thought I thought it was 17th and 18th centuries B.C. Okay. Well, Still cool. You know. Well, some people will argue about yeah. these kinds of things, these kinds of dating. I know, because they People will argue. We've always been here, blah, blah, yeah. blah. That, all that, that. But see, that's... That's a little thing I like to call pseudoscientific bullshit. Um, 
that's just like believing there was actually well, Noah's 8, flood. Well, 8,000 years ago, that's a long time ago. Well, no, it wasn't 8,000 years ago. Apparently, it's 17th and 18th no, centuries. No, uh, I know, but like if you, if you think about oh, okay, the, the Labrador graves, grave sites. No, but there, there are there are sites from like the, the, the Clovis people going back. What, 15,000, 18,000 years kind of thing? I'm not sure. Um, but every, well, you know what, there's that great t-shirt. On the east coast I'm talking about. Oh, go all the way to the east. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Fair enough. I saw that really cool exhibition in St. John's. The uh, It's called Full Circle in 2000. And it was the story of how humans had migrated out west and east from Africa. And it's the story of... It was narrated by Gwyn Dyer, which was great. It was really cool. It was one of the first places I ever actually used an MP... It was the first place I ever used an MP3 player. Because he got into this... Uh, was when I was visiting St. John's to give a talk that time? So they give you uh, an MP3 player, and you walk through, and it starts with... You're in Africa, there are 2,000 humans left. It's a quarter of a million years ago. And it takes you through steps of evolution and migration of human beings. Eventually you get to the Bering Straits. And, uh, you know, things move along and eventually you're, you're, you're a Beothic. Okay? And then it goes the other way. And you're a Viking. And then you meet up. It goes full circle. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty damn cool, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty damn cool. Um, yeah. Well... Some people will will argue about that. Yeah, they can argue understand. that all they want. No, 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 no. That's their that's their like, dumbass religion. That's not science. The science my, is clear. My, my friend said. Oh. How much anthropology is your friend taking? No, no, they they don't like that. Oh, that's, oh, okay. Well, I don't like physics, so now I'm going to float. The world doesn't work that way. said something that I didn't really understand. Okay. Um, but it boiled down to when people think that they're the masters of the land, masters of the earth, okay. they uh, create, I guess, a, a narrative That's that they decide or something like no, that. No, I look at evidence and it says we're all Africans. I know. I, I asked it says we're you black don't, you don't believe that Africans. we all came from Africa? No. Well, he's wrong and he's an idiot. We're black Africans. And we were so we I had said the weird no, white uh, people came from nothing? Yeah. He didn't have an answer of to Of course that. he didn't because he's never taken a science class in his fucking life. Then he passed. Stupid. Well, you know, people believe all kinds no, no, of things. No, there's religion. I'm not going to, and, yeah, but, to yeah. judge them. I will. I'm, I'll judge enough for both of us. Well, it's just. Believe me. I, I don't. I don't know. I. I respect people. I don't want them not to like me, so I don't argue with people. But. No. I just... You and I are different that way. I don't care if people like me. <laughs> That's not entirely They're true. still friends, and they still have to... 
they, they know that I don't have the same beliefs as they do, and and, and they still they still think of me kindly. So mm, good for them. I like that. They I, don't. They don't. They're not closed-minded. Yeah. Well. No. No, they are because when you present well, them with evidence, they disagree with it. Because as far as yeah, so that's called that is the fact the definition you know, of closed-mindedness. Um, We're all African. I want to get that I T-shirt. That. I want to get that T-shirt, except that on the back it mentions it's a great T-shirt from RichardDawkins.net, and it's it's just the front just says we are all Africans, and the back it says the Bible says that. We are the product of incest. <laughs> I, I prefer science, and I, I think I'd get in trouble wearing that word. Well, if we came from 2,000 hominids. Yeah, between two and 20,000. No one's really quite sure the number. But, um, yeah, it, it's just that. that Closer to animal than to. We are animals. Well, yeah. We're really smart, really cool animals. You know. Hey, no other animals mastered this, what we're doing right now. And by that I mean podcasting, not using a fire. Wait, both. You don't see a lot of chimps making podcasts. Not a lot of chimps have their own shows. <laughs> they don't, they're not into social media, the in chimps. The, in, like, let's say a million years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm mixing a breaking pot. I can hear you. Well, I don't want to yell. No, no, I can hear you. In a million years. <laughs> if there's still, you know, air and trees and... In the year 2525, if man is still alive. <laughs> it's a fucking song, that is. It's still sort of habitable. Yeah, yeah. Will other species have evolved? Not really how it works. Well, everything's always evolving, but it doesn't work such that everything is trying to get, everything is reaching a goal of getting closer to, and I know you didn't say this, but, okay, that everything's trying to get to a goal of being closer to... No, I mean, to whatever... Like, I don't know, like, a dog with wings, or, I don't know. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> Let's say that's going to happen. Um, I'll write a paper about that. <laughs> um, no, no, see, the thing is, if something's successful, and there's no niche to fill, or it's filled a niche, there's no need for it to make any radical changes, right? In a million years, I don't know what it will be like, but we've... If we're still around, we've uh, really affected our environment so much that, and the fact that we understand evolution, understand genetics, and things like that, we we can alter our genomes without natural selection. <laughs> no other animal does that. But the idea, that even that in twenty thousand years or hundred thousand years or half a million years, whatever, that other species would become sentient like we are, doesn't have to be. Because species don't become sentient, sentient species sh- sh- species show up, right? That's the difference. Like we aren't just we aren't smart chimps. We're humans. 
We're smart apes, right? So, in a million years, it may be that the world's different than it is now. In fact, I guarantee it will be different somehow, in many ways. Will we change? Yeah, sure. I doubt, in, I, I, if you could go into the future, if there's still humans around in a million years. Roll an eye in the back of our head. Ha, ex, explain to me the evolutionary <laughs> advantage and the disadvantages of growing a third eye. cost and benefit, <laughs> eyes are very expensive. <laughs> right? They're very expensive because they're... Well, let's say let's say the air just becomes like so cloudy all the time and uh, we just we just need extra eyes. Yeah, see, it doesn't quite work that way. <laughs> like, evolution works with what it has in front of it. It doesn't just go... Evolution isn't a thing that's thinking. It doesn't go well. I know. Getting kind of cloudy. Let's put the fog lights on this guy. With, the people with, <laughs> with, uh, with bad vision die off quickly. Is that a blind people joke? with good vision, they live on. Yes, that's right. And then, and then, uh, and so on and so on and so on. Yeah, that's right. In essence, you speak the truth. But it's, a, it's also the case where people... I mean... We are... People were shorter in 15... Yeah, that's not an evolutionary thing, though. That's, that's food. That's, a, that's just the amount of food we eat. Even in China, people were shorter, now they're taller. Yeah, and J Japan is the great comparison you make with this pre- and post-war Japan, because you go from isolated from the West to with the West, becoming Western country, and people are way taller in Japan. Well, you can even look, though, like you said, you know, Napoleon, people think Napoleon was short, right? Napoleon was five foot six. He was five foot two, but those were French inches apparently, and so he's actually five foot six if you convert, which was normal height. The average man was five foot six back in the early eighteen hundreds. I'd be a, I would be the starting center for the Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> if there was the NBA and basketball in, in eighteen hundred. Um, and you've seen, you've been to the Citadel in Quebec probably more than I have. You see the little, what do they call the little holes they put your muskets out from the from the yeah. fort? Like, they're for children, except <laughs> those were for grown men, actual soldiers, right? But people eat better now. And they eat better when they're young, and we have better we have some better nutrition, better understanding of medicine, so people just... Don't. What do you mean we eat better? We eat processed food, we eat fatty, we, we don't eat better. We eat more. We eat... People live longer now. I mean, you can say all you want about processed food, and all that I think's true. I mean, you should eat that. But we still live longer than we did in the 1800s. We have better nutrition than we did then. That's from our uh, medical system. Yeah. Well, it's, it's that too. It's that too. But it's also we. There's more food, like, and there's better everything. You know, people didn't say, "Oh, don't take a bath; that'll make you dead sick." <laughs> <laughs> we, we we've been watching supersizers on um, 
Hulu Plus, and if you get a chance, you should check that out. What What if uh, yeah, women over that, you know? time just always chose taller men? Then there would be taller people. But that yeah. that kind of evolutionary change wouldn't happen. That, that's it's, that's too short amount of time. Four hundred years, let's I, say. I read somewhere that it can take three generations for the genomes to be affected. Oh God, that's and that's no three generations. Yeah, three hundred. No, even within a person's life, their genome can be affected. Well, it can be changed because of uh, effects, environmental effects. Yeah. The environment. Yeah, I understand that, but I'm saying that evolutionary change that is detectable. In, in something that has a, a generation time in humans, in modern humans in the West especially, generation time is at, at the minimum 20 years. It used to be maybe 15 years. It's now 20 years. Three generations, you're not going to have enough. You, you would need way more than that. So since the 1600s, right? Well, 1700s. Maybe it was the Vikings that brought some more tall genes well you know that the uh, most of your redheads have more Neanderthal DNA in them than other people oh yeah so that's your family that explains my explains, a, explains a lot about your family <laughs> a little bit of oh yeah. <laughs> it's but it doesn't mean anything because we're still all human we're all age sapiens sapiens right but there was more interaction <clears throat> with uh, there's a thought at least that red hair was a Neanderthal thing not an H. Sapiens thing back in the back in the Dizay as they said back in the plains of the Sahara the uh, Kalahari rather <clears throat> but yeah I mean I think it's uh See, now every time I hear any movement back there, I think it's that skunk following me back from Thunder Bay. Was it a raccoon or something in their backyard? I don't know, but... A cat? There was a little something. <laughs> as long as it's got that fucking skunk was following Because that thing, that was, that was disturbing. <laughs> Skunks. A little bit much. Sorry, I was just checking the time, and that's why you hear that in your earbuds. I was just looking to see how much recording we've done. This is a pretty fire. It's a good fire. You, you, I shouldn't say you. We built a fine fire tonight. Not just you. We no, did it's it. It's mostly Dad. you. Okay, really, I built a good fire. You just sat there like an idiot. But <laughs> <laughs> so you don't like that foot rest thingy. Well, it's. Yeah, there's, there's, we have these, bought these new camp chairs, and one of them has a footrest on it. The problem is that when I put my foot out, and I'm wearing these rubber flip-flops, it goes right in the fire pit, and my, my feet start to actually melt. So, no, the I rubber, don't like it right now. The rubber will fuse to your feet. Yeah, and see, I don't want that. I don't know about you, but fused foot, fused rubber feet, that, again, another potential title for tonight's episode. Um, Can you pause it? I need to go... To the oh well, I can pause it. I can, if you wish. If you wish, we'll be right back with hey, Isabel being not peeing. In your eyes, but darling, don't. 
Oh, honey, please don't be that way. Look at your baby, don't cry. Oh, honey, please don't be that way. Clouds in the sky should never make you feel that way. So Isabel's returned from her hiatus, so to speak, and adding more wood to the fire. I, ju- I just uh, on Twitter posted a picture of the fire and just saying. Uh, t- Podcasting with at Mimi Petit Pois in the backyard and Jason from Up in This Brain. Uh, favorite of it. So. He, he seems like a good guy. Can you move just a little what I'm tiny doing. bit? That, my ear, is what I'm doing. He's, he, I think he's one of us. He's like this, he like, lives in Benin. In where? Tennessee or Kentucky or. Tennessee Ten- or who is he? Tennessee. What does he do? He listen. He, he listens to Isabits. Just saying. Hey. Yeah. Uh, he's a podcaster. Oh. Yeah, and he's listens to a lot of Canadian podcasts. In fact, he always puts out shows. He does up in this brain. Does a lot of shows. Uh, always up, does, up in his up, brain. Up in this brain. You should listen to it. It's actually it's a lot of fun. He's, up he's, he's in really this okay. brain. He's really okay, and he does. Um, always even does a show for Canadian National Day of Podcasting. Which is pretty cool because he's he's not actually Canadian, uh, but I think he's in. We we I know the the Canadian podcasting uh, community have, have made, made a few people honorary Canadians, and I think he's one of them. Um, but yeah, he he he's one of the people that listens to he listen, he he's even listened to the Jonathan Files. I, I, I can't Aww. the number of people that listen to that show by the way. That's uh, cute. That listen to the ramblings of our our completely insane son. Um, he's not bad. But, but anyway, uh, but Jonathan is funny. Yeah, you know, try living with him. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I know you know. Especially today. Oh, today he was. Uh, yeah, he had what? Very meltdown. Couple of meltdowns today. <laughs> and I like the way you dealt with it. It's like, no, nope, no movie tomorrow. Sorry. So, and I agree with you. I, I think that's totally cool. And uh, so tomorrow well, I, I told him no movie. If it but had been one meltdown, okay, but three yeah. over chips. Yeah. And not even. Now, I all I said was, don't eat all the chips. Yeah. <laughs> goes, I can't believe this is happening to me. <laughs> I hate you. He even said I yeah. hate you. And that hurts. I mean, I know that he's autistic. I don't think anything when he says that. No, it, st- it still hurts me. And I know it's stupid that it shouldn't hurt me, but it still hurts me. It really hurts when he's like, you're a bad dad and I hate you. It's like, dude, I know that you're upset and I know you have autism, but buddy, can you not tell me you hate me and that I'm a bad father? Because I'm actually okay. Well, it's basically that you have to teach him not to say these things to people, that's yeah. all. And that's the way to do it is to say, sorry, dude, no, you, you wanted to go to see The Expendables 3, frankly. It's good that he had these meltdowns because Expandables 3 is a piece of shit. Um, but we will uh, 
And I said to him, you know, instead of that, tomorrow we, we will, you want to have an activity? We'll, 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 we'll bike down to the university and we'll, we'll record over Jonathan Files in my office. So, and that's a pretty good bike ride. That's a good seven or eight kilometers. And he's, he's never done a ride like that before. So I'm, I'm going to make him work for this podcast. <laughs> Which I think is okay. I'll come with you. Oh, you want all three? Oh, that'd be that'd be wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'd love that. That'd be that's perfect. Uh, Jonathan loves nothing more than stopping at Max to get a drink to ride the bike. Though he won't. He doesn't like to reach down and grab it while he's riding. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, that uh, there are times when it's anyway. Jason I should go back to that. Uh, it was nice that he was favoriting that uh, post on Twitter. I, I, I never say tweet. I just want to say it. Um, Anthony Marco and I are trying to figure out who accidentally bought an, a Facebook ad for the Marshall McLuhan Variety Hour that cost us 80 bucks. It was either me or him. It says it was bought by Anthony. But I don't think he did it. So What do you mean? Well, there was a post on, on, on We have a Facebook group, eh? For Marshall McLuhan Variety Hour. Yeah. page. And they have these little things to boost this post. Yeah. And if you look, it says that we've spent eighty dollars and we've reached, we've we've posted it sixty-two thousand times on people's web pages or Facebook. Because what? The thing is, I don't. Neither of us did it. Well, then that's like a that's like a scam. Well, it's not a scam. I don't think Facebook's running a scam. So Anthony's trying to get the money back. He's talking to. Uh, he's talking to Facebook, and I'm, I'm like. He gave his credit card to. Well, Facebook? he had to pay it. He paid it. He said, "Look." I'll pay it, but now I'm going to tell them I want my money back. Um, I, I said to him, "Look, I'll pay it because the only person that can be is me mistakenly clicking a button." Because you were in, in 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 Texas at the podcast movement, which was apparently a shit show. Um, but I didn't do it. <laughs> and the thing is, it says it says on the thing, promoted, uh, uh, boosted by Anthony Marco, but Anthony didn't do it. I don't know what the hell's going on. I think something screwed up. Um, but, uh, yeah, we were, I, apparently, I think the... What a scam. It's not, it's not really a scam. I think something just went wrong. And it may be just because I, I, I clicked something that I shouldn't have. But I never, I don't remember accepting any terms and conditions or anything like that. So it's, something weird's going on. So I think it might be a glitch in the, in the Matrix. This is what I'm hoping, anyway. Because we aren't the kind of guys that try to, you know, take out ads for our podcast. No. <laughs> It's like we're just doing this for fun. <laughs> Suddenly, you know, I say, Anthony, I said, look, look, I'll pay for it. What do I owe you? It's like 80 bucks, fine, for 62,000 views. <laughs> I was wondering why we kept getting likes by people that I didn't know. <laughs> I'd never heard of. Oh, we're becoming popular. Well, we're awesome. So we'll see how it works out. I don't know. I hope it all works out. If not, it's 80 bucks. Not a, that, not a tremendous amount of money. Still. <laughs> it works. It could be like they didn't tell you. Without like knowing. $6,000. You know, like that's... It's... Something weird happened. I, I don't know what it was. But they, So Anthony was at this conference, eh? Yeah. And it was like everything bad about podcasting conferences. Oh. It was like the... Uh, how to monetize your monetization with your while you're monetizing? And, uh, yeah, so not doesn't sound like it was my idea at the time. So I'm glad I didn't go down to Dallas. 
Anthony wants to have the next Marshall McLuhan podcast around tables in Vegas. Yeah. I don't know You've never gone to Vegas. Yeah, because look at me. Do you think I'd like like being outside in Vegas? As well, An- most people aren't outside. As Anthony mentioned, you, you're not going to spend any time outside. Don't worry about it. But yeah, I'm not sure I want to go. I think being with friends in Vegas would be fun. So that's good. Anyway, we should maybe we should. I think that'd be fun for you. Maybe. You know, there's good restaurants there. I'd like that. Like to eat, like good yeah. food, you know. So I that. experienced that once. Yeah, I have no desire whatsoever. I, I would like to go to eat. To go, I would like to go simply to go to restaurant, to mm. good restaurants, because it's, it's apparently even. it's a food destination now. So I'd like to try that. That would be my reason to want to go and be with friends. Um, I'm not I, big on cities. Yeah, me neither. Really, you know. I'm big on but cool I, cities. I like I like cool cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the the culture and yeah, Montreal. It's great. Quebec City. Going it's in Quebec City does not feel like a big city. It it's feels like a village. Well, Quebec City. When you think about it, when we were first together, Quebec City, twenty five years ago, was the size that London, Ontario, is now. Right. Mm-hmm. So now Quebec City's got about 700,000 people. London's about almost half a million, right? So when these when places like this grow so quickly, they keep this sort of small-town feel, which is in a way bad. Like, in a way it's good and pleasant and quaint. But in a way it's really bad, right? I mean, I'll tell you something. Down in Hamilton for... Marshall McLuhan podcast or roundtables there, and there's something really to be said for Hamilton. It's a neat city. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> now it's smaller than Quebec City. Not Windsor. Windsor's not nice. I don't like yeah, it. I'm, excuse me, I've been to Windsor. It's too industrial. In a long time. London's all suburbs. And I don't malls. like London. London's either. all suburbs. And malls. I'm sorry. No, I. I'm from London, and it's all suburbs and it's, malls. It's one of the most boring cities I know. Well, it's, it's, it's got some good stuff, I think, downtown now. But that all came after we left, you know? Um, <clears throat> but it's... it's. The art gallery should be twice this size. The size that it is. Understand that art gallery was built in 1979, when the city had 225,000 people. It was half the size it is now. Um, so that doesn't explain why it's it's still that the same size. Well, again, it's a small town. That's the thing that you have to understand. It's about. got lots of money. No, it doesn't anymore. That's the thing. All those industrial jobs out in Talbotville and St. Thomas—they're gone. But it's always been a service town. In London. Insurance. Yeah, but outside London, it was always... And uh, Western. Yeah. Oh, sure. A university town. Oh, no, yeah. There should be <clears throat> a bigger... Oh, no. L- London has to get to Quebec City size now. Like, in another 25 years when there's 700,000 people in London. Um, but Quebec City seems to be doing so well. They had Lady 
not that it's an indication, but they have Lady Gaga at the festival. They, the festival they had Lady Gaga in, in London at the JLC. Oh. Yeah. I'm not a huge Lady Gaga fan, but I big acts come to London now, too. <laughs> you know? The small towns. Well, no, she's just playing places where there's a big enough arena where, where the people that are promoting can make money. Because, mm. see, the thing is, those acts, they get paid the same no matter how many people show up. Right? Mm. Like, the, the way it works is... I'm Lady Gaga. I make a million five a show. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what it is is Dave and Isabel decide Lady Gaga is coming to Sault Ste. Marie. <laughs> we pay her a million five. Mm-hmm. And then we rent a, a place. We rent, I don't know what, we rent the SR Center, which seats 5,000 people. We charge people 250 a ticket. And we make 30,000 bucks. That's how it works. It's, it's not that... They'll, they'll play anywhere. Right? So, like, if you're U2 and you make... I think it's $15 million a show or something like that. It's like, well, just find us a place to play and we'll play. It's not a problem, but you have to find the place, right? <clears throat> so, uh, it's like when we were in Cornerbrook. I remember that um, Tragically Hip were playing at the uh, Pepsi Center. Not the one in Denver, the one in Cornerbrook. Um... And people were like, oh, wow, tickets are $35 a piece. It's like, yeah, well, that's what concert tickets cost, asshole. But the, the promoter had to make some money. You know, so that's how it works. But, uh, yeah, Lady Gaga was in Quebec City, sure. I mean, she's... Quebec City, it's a major city in Canada. Of course. Of course she'd play there. And of course, there's also... Vancouver is also a very pretty city. Yeah, I've only been there a couple times. I've never been that... I'm biased, though. I get a thing. I, I kind of hate Western Canada. St. John's is so <laughs> cute. St. John's is cute. And I shouldn't say I hate Western Canada. I, that's not fair. Not to hang out there too too long. I couldn't live in St. John's. But it's yeah, yeah. cute. Yeah, yeah. I think Halifax would be a nice town to Halifax. live in. I'd love to live in Halifax. I've been saying this for, what, how, how many years now? 20, what? Krista Yetman Pearson yep. is from there. Yep. And Jen Foote is from there. And Paul's from around there. And I like them both. Yeah. <laughs> They're nice people. Everybody I know from Halifax is cool. Yeah. Dead serious. I mean, everybody I know from Halifax is cool. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know. And I like Halifax. Like, it's an easy, easy city to get around. I've been there maybe four times, and I know my way around there. I can say that... I've been to Halifax. My, my, I had my 30th birthday in Halifax. Uh, 30th or 25th? The 30th birthday in Halifax. At BBCS. I've never been. You, you'd like Halifax. Mm-hmm. A lot of good restaurants. A lot of... It's bars galore. You know, five universities in a big NATO naval base. You'll have some bars. Uh, <laughs> I told you that story when I was in the bar. Yeah. In the, remember that U.S. sailor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Because they were with the uh, aircraft carrier, the USS Independence. And they were, they were in, the, uh, in the port, you know? And I'm going to the bathroom, taking a pee in some bar, and, 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 and I see the sailor. And I said, how you doing, sailor? And, of course, he's a, he's a kid. I'm, 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 it's my 30th birthday. And I've been drinking tequila shots bought by Chris Sturdy and uh, Jonathan Crystal all night. And he says, uh, doing well, sir. And I say, uh, so, um, I see you're with the USS Independence. He says, how do you know that, sir? 
I said, uh, I have a spot. Oh. And he looked at me and I said, if there's a flash on the on your left shoulder, it says independence. I said, he said, all right, sir. I said, you guys just got back from uh, enforcing the uh, arms embargo against the former Yugoslavia, against Serbia. You know, that's, that's, uh, he said, how do you know that? I said, a CNN. <laughs> <coughs> and then I said, so what are you doing here? He said, looking for girls, sir, sir. <laughs> and I said, carry on, sailor. <laughs> and that was the same place, that same bar when I ran into a... a, a, a whoop, what's your son? Whoopsie. I ran into a, a German sailor, because I recognized the uniform, right? And I walk up to this guy. He's at a bar, at the bar. And I, I looked at him and I said, uh, Bundesmann, which means Federal Navy, right? And he says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? I said, no, I just really kind of speak war movie German. And he's like, he says, oh, no, that's no problem. I speak English. Would you like to buy, I would buy you a beer. Because <laughs> he had no one to talk to, right? So he bought me a beer and we hung out. So yeah, Halifax is a really neat city. It's, uh, it's interesting because you, walking around the city, you will see people in, in uniform, which you don't see in Canada. You see it Ottawa a little bit, a little bit, but you don't really pick tend to see like Isabel's now again burning art by the way it's now it's now again like a Nuremberg rally um you don't tend to see that in Canada uh walking around in, in, in uniform so Halifax is great and I've, I've got a couple i got a student that's stationed in Halifax actually um in the Navy so I'm burning um my old yeah you're burning art uh, you're like you're worse than Hitler Panels of homestead paper shapes, thousands of stars and flowers. Oh my god, it's full of stars. And, uh, well, you're yeah, really. I'm glad I can. Don't, don't. Burn. You're kind of selling it. Uh, oh, Christ. I swear it's like Burnham Books, though. It's, it's Nancy Germany. It's it's a it's a big fire. Oh, by the way, a good movie is the book thief. Uh, you were saying you saw that, yeah? You I liked it, eh? it last night. Really good. So it inspired you to burn art. <laughs> wow, this is crazy. That's quite a fire you got going there. Holy Christmas! You could, Sorry about the big flame. Yeah, that's it's not the big flame; it's the big heat. Now. If I hadn't already already had a vasectomy, uh, I'd already be I, I'd be sterile now. <laughs> a little warm here in the in the crotch region. So good, and, and she's got more. Well, on this note, as Isabel burns art, I got some Walt Whitman works. If you want to burn those, or um, Walt well, Whitman. It's just it's a long it's a MST3K reference. Anyway, Isabel, uh, we should probably wrap this one up. But okay. You said you had nothing to talk about. Look, we got over an hour in there. Yeah. So uh, people could find you at, M- at Meme Petit Pois, right? Yep. If they want to follow you on Twitter, you can find me at T-Brideback, of course. Uh, at Marshall McLuhan Variety Hour. Uh, please stop clicking our ad that we didn't place. Um, and, uh, and at Best Episode Ever, which should start, I would think, back up in about a month or so. I'm just guessing. Um, and of course, you can find me at uh, DaveBroadback.com. 
and uh, just like to. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Other than, you know, burn as much art as you can. Take none of your 